This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Buffalo Bills. And we preview the upcoming NFC East Championship game against the Eagles on Saturday. This and much, much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, John? Yo, 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 yo. What's up? Excellent. Dude, where's Josh? Dude, I think he went to England. He went to England? I called it. <laughs> he went to England, dude. Oh, man. And that means he's going to miss the NFC East Championship game on Saturday. That's true. Although it's a night game, he can, well, he can watch it at one in the morning live. He said that he wasn't going to. He I'm said, not surprised. He said that he didn't want to disturb Amy and Sam in the hotel room with the TV on. When you go down to the lobby and you watch that TV down there. Mm-hmm. What in the world? Anyway. Whatever, dude. Seriously, seriously. Why you got to go to England around like Christmas time? Yeah, and like, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, welcome everybody to episode number four hundred and two. Is it four hundred two or four hundred three? Four hundred and three. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Hug Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Um, in we better which thank we get our to long... celebrate a, a victory against oh, the that's Buffalo true. Bills, reminiscent of Super Bowl twenty six. And we, yeah, yeah, you're right, dude. We would be remiss if we didn't thank our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee Esquire. Known as Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter. You can follow him. He's a big Redskins fan. You can follow us at Harry Hog. Yeah, you can. And um, hopefully you're going to be following us while we follow the Redskins to a victory on Saturday night against the Eagles. Because if we win, we win the division just straight up. That's all it is to it, dudes. And we get, we pretty much have to win, too. It's yeah. the NFC's championship game. Because if you haven't heard, and if you haven't, you're probably not a Redskins fan. <laughs> that if we win this game against the Eagles, we win the NFC East championship. If That's... we lose, then we have to beat Dallas next week. And the Eagles have to lose against who? The Giants? Is that correct? Probably. I think I, whoever. Yeah. So basically, we just need to go in there and beat... beat um, we need to win. Wouldn't it be nice to just walk into Dallas when it didn't even matter? Yeah, truly. But on the other hand, if we would have beat Dallas a few weeks ago, today wouldn't matter, would it? Am yeah, I, I was I was actually just about to say that. If we had just taken care of our own business a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. in the big rivalry game, it wouldn't have been a big deal now. And let's hope that our team from this week against the Bills shows up against the Eagles instead of the one that showed up against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, all these pundits are talking <laughs> about how the what the red the Eagles are on a you know spinning out of control and stuff. And they're on like they're fit. They've got all these injuries in the secondary, and they don't know who's going to be able. You know, all these backups are going to be in the secondary. Yeah, hello. Why don't you talk about how all the Redskins backups are in the secondary? Yeah, like all of our starters have been getting hurt as well. They're like giving the Eagles a way out. Be like, well, if the Redskins beat them, it's because the Eagles are starting people like EJ Biggers. Well, we're starting dudes <laughs> like Mason people. Foster, who wasn't even on the 
their secondary. Who did he know he was? Like three they, yeah, we got this guy, Mason Foster. He sounds like he's like a football player from a movie. Yeah, give me a break. But anyway, Backfield. my point is, is I'm a little nervous about this game. All right, last week I had a feeling we were going to beat the Bills. I you had did. a feeling that we were going to beat the Bears. The Eagles, Cowboys, Giants games, I'd never have any feeling because you don't know who's going to show up ever. Ever. And no I don't mean the players. I mean the team as a whole. Yeah. And, I mean, the Eagles have been getting giving the Redskins a lot of bulletin board material this week, which I think is dumb on their part. Yeah, they're they're acting like they're all bad because they beat us already once this year. Like Fletcher Cox. Dude, they didn't beat us. We beat them. Oh, that's right. We did beat them. But why <laughs> are they even talking any trash? I don't know. What dude. is that about? I don't know. Yeah, but we beat them, remember, by a field goal. We did. It was like, yeah, it was a three-point victory. That's right. Yeah, and that was a game when we, I think our team has gotten a lot better since then. I don't know about their team. Yeah, I think we have, too. We got Fletcher, but yeah, we got Fletcher Cox out there talking all this trash. Uh, Howie Kendricks, or wait, his name is Michael Kendricks, I think. Well, uh, talking all this trash, putting you know, just acting like they're going to win the game and that they're all bad. And they're you know. And Fletcher Cox guaranteed a victory. He did guarantee a victory. That's right. And what's the other guy's name? That said, he was basically like they don't. Was that Michael? Ken- it was that Howie Kendricks guy. Yeah. <laughs> He good. said, "He said, quote, the Redskins got something coming to them. For real. And that's real. Bleep. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, so, um, anyway, all I have to say is the last time the Redskins played the Eagles was when Kirk Cousins was throwing, like, three-yard passes. I have to say, over the last two to three weeks, you guys know that I was harping on Kirk Cousins the entire year. Yeah. About how his stats were padded for this, like, you know, most, whatever, completion percentage and all that. Because You did not like that. Because he was throwing all these short passes. In the last three weeks, he's been throwing down the field. And they're opening it up. Finally. They're opening it up for him, and that's a good point. They're opening up the offense for him. I think they've been... You know, they've been opening up, like, giving them extra pages every week, basically, and saying, okay, we're going to introduce these plays into the scheme. We're going to have these extra plays now. You know, I guess they're doing it that way. And that, I guess it's smart because you don't uh, over-inundate a guy who doesn't know what the heck's going on. Instead, you're just like, okay, these are what we're doing. We're going to pick from these plays next week. Okay, you learned all those plays pretty well. Let's add in a few. So now, like you said, they're starting to throw the ball downfield. Deshaun is looking more or less healthy. He is getting downfield. Dude. Uh, Garcon is acting like, like, it's like watching Art Monk out there right now. The yeah. way that he's, he's playing and where, the role they're using him in, which is awesome. Yeah, like this week there's a critical, critical third and like 15 or something Yeah, against the Bills. And in the past weeks, earlier in the season, we would have thrown like a five-yard pass and yeah. tried to make people miss. This week, Garcon ran a 16-yard route and caught it with strong hands and pulled it in and got the first down. Yep, yep. And a we would be pass in the air. We and would, we would be yeah in the air, not not a catch and run. Yeah, we wouldn't have done that earlier. And then I don't know how they had the balls to run that quarterback designed run on third and 15 to score a touchdown. Yeah, right. That was uh, that was pretty crazy. I couldn't believe it was. 
watching that game, watching that play, it was a little bit of slow motion going on because everyone was almost getting to Kirk Cousins, but somehow he was like able to squirt by everybody and get in the end zone. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness, what are they doing? And you're just like, like oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, oh, touchdown! Well, no one's gonna tackle him. All right. Yeah. And and the Bills were known for a fairly good defense. I don't know where the Eagles are ranked on that, but I know they have some injuries, right, John? They seem to have plenty of injuries on the uh, Eagle side. They, uh, especially their secondary, because like I said earlier, they're they're relying on the on the uh, stellar play of EJ Biggers, as you guys all remember him from last year. Was he with us the year before? Yeah, EJ Biggers was kind of like our third or fourth cornerback. He was like our Alvoid Mays. <laughs> Dude. Well, <laughs> our, actually, Alvoid Mays was like our Alvoid Mays. <laughs> yeah, Mays was bad. But, yeah, so EJ Biggers, and then I think they have a rookie because it looks like, unless they change it today or tomorrow, the status of um, the dude they got from the Eagles, I mean from the Seahawks, is it Maxwell? The cornerback? It looks like he's injured. And they had another, had other couple big injuries. But if you look at the line right now, it's Eagles by three, which I like. Because right. you well, guys heard me earlier in the year when I talked about the things that are always the Redskins' downfall. When they're yeah. favored to win, mm-hmm. goes into it. And the night game, which I don't like that this is a night game. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, we have a really bad record with night games. Horrible. With national games. And yeah, that's that could be bad. The weird thing is, is I haven't looked at the stats for this, but just recent memory, it seems to me like night games away are a little bit better i don't know i don't know this is kind of like a repeat of the 2012 um run but with kirk cousins (laughs) right and but to me doesn't the team seem i don't know it's weird it's like it snuck up on us because the nfc east is so bad it's like whoa all of a sudden we went from being like what three and six to we can win the division a week early, not even yeah, going down to the that? last game of the season. How unbelievable is that? But, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens because obviously we know it could be uh, <laughs> the Eagles come in and, and they could absolutely de- decimate us. Yeah. Yeah, it's I wouldn't a, be surprised. Match. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I wouldn't be surprised if we went in there and absolutely decimated them. True. Either way, I'm just gonna like uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, especially with Fletcher Cox. <laughs> Fle- yeah, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox saying that guaranteeing. they're guaranteeing a victory. I know one thing: they don't have Shady McCoy anymore. They don't Shady. have Deshaun Jackson anymore. They yeah, don't have Desha- Jeremy Macklin anymore. Deshaun Jackson's really he's really warming up right now, so I'm I'm really looking forward to uh to what's going on with that. Who's gonna cover him? Yeah, truly. I mean, we joke about it being bigger, so it might as well be anybody. Last week, who was it that tweeted about, uh, um, what was his name? Your favorite player on the Redskins a few years ago that was on the Bills now, and he was covering. <laughs> Safety. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, Rambo. Uh, Rambo, Bacardi Rambo. Bacardi Rambo <laughs> was uh, someone, some other former Redskin tweeted like, Bacardi couldn't cover Jordan Reed. I have the practice tape to prove.
improve. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so they're saying on, another note before we move on to the last week's game though. What are they? What happened with the Odell Beckham thing? Is he still suspended or did he, he appeal? They upheld the suspension, which I'm really surprised because I think the Giants have a national game as well. Really, that helps us. It does help us. He deserves it, man. If you saw that hit he did, he should have been thrown out of the game. I don't know what the hell the referees were doing. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't really care anyway. about the Giants. I just wanted to hear if he's really suspended because that kind of... That'll that. help us. But really, really, we just need to help ourselves. We need to win. It's as simple as that, dude. Period. Yep. Dudes, we just got to win. We got to get pumped. All right, here we go. Talking about the depleted secondary for the Eagles... They say that uh, their starters were Brandon Maxwell Silverhammer and Eric Rowe. Rowe was not even really a starter because he's filling in for some guy named Nolan Carroll. Um, and they're, they may or may not get them back by Saturday night, Boxing Day. Who may, they, so there's still an opportunity that both of those guys could play. It, they, maybe. And they were missing or it could some be other E.J. Key Biggers and some other guy. Weren't they missing some other key players on... Um Offense too, like maybe a lineman or two. Um, maybe. I don't know. Josh normally handles this, so who's that guy on the Eagles that tight end that always destroys us? Ertz. There was him, but I thought there was another guy. Maybe. There's always somebody where you're just like, and like they got that racist guy. There's one, yeah, the racist guy is who I'm thinking of. What's he's not name? tight end, but yeah, is he a receiver? receiver. What's his he's name? He's wide receiver. Um. Racist guy? I can't remember that. <laughs> that white racist dude. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me see. I'll, I'll know his name as soon as I see it. Anyway, he always torches us. Yeah, we always let guys like that. Oh, man, that pisses me off. Maybe he's not playing too. I hope not. Anyway. Um, Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper, yeah. Right. I can't stand Sounds that Sounds like the name of like a five-year-old. I kind of like don't like him like I don't like that Lee dude for Dallas. Sean Lee, the guy that looks like he's slightly desiccated uh, zombie. He looks like he's straight off of The Walking Dead. <laughs> it looks like he's just starting to rot a little bit. Yeah, like he's only been dead for like three or four days. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, sh- do you want to talk about the Bills game a little bit? You want to do that after the break? You were, Are we ready for... We've already been going for 20 minutes. Dude, it fe- seems like to me we were still in the intro. Yeah, truly. Yeah, well, we're, you know, we're, we're catching up. It's it's nice to have a victory to talk about. So, yeah, let's move into the Bills game. Yeah. yeah, let's go into the Bills game. And people, I mean, we got some tweets this week. People were like, you got to put up this the podcast earlier. So we're trying to get it done a little earlier. Also, this is the only time before Saturday night we're probably going to be able to do it. So That's you're, right. You're going to get your Christmas Eve podcast present from the Redskins as we get Yeah, pumped. ho, ho, ho. We got to get pumped. And whatnot. Yeah, you got to get pumped. So anyway, all right, we'll go into the break real quick, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the Bills game. Talk about the Bills game, do our best and worst, and uh, and uh, start getting pumped for Saturday night. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. I'll come every time I'm in the kitchen. You in the kitchen. Eating up all the food. 
Josh. <laughs> All right, we're back. Yeah. How do I turn off this music? I don't know how to turn it off. Oh, here it is. <laughs> All right, we're, we're back. Yeah, I've just found. Remember this? Get pumped, Redskins fans. It's third down. Louder. <laughs> louder. louder. Make noise. Louder. <laughs> oh, man. You could see that. You could see the, the, the message boards a lot during that last game. Make noise. Louder. I read Make it somewhere no- that they put you like that up on the board. after. Oh, nice. Now that is appropriate, very apropos. That has definitely become the mantra of the, of the season, for sure. I heard that Kirk Cousins <laughs> trademarked that, or is trying to, applied for it, and that like really he made shirts and the money he got from him went to charity of some type. That doesn't surprise me. He does a lot of charity stuff. Yeah. So, speaking of Kirk Cousins, this is what I have to say, and I tweeted out at the during the game. A lot of people out there know that I'm a longtime non bandwagon jumper. For right. Yeah. During this game, and a little bit in the last game, and a little teeny bit in the game before, <laughs> I've started to jump on board a little bit because of these passes down the field now. Aaron, you, you have jumped on board so much that during the last game, I was criticizing a couple things of him, and you were like, well, yeah, but this, 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 and you're actually defending him, when, which is when, such a reversal. When did I defend him? You did, like twice. During the last game, it was such a reversal because I've always been like, dude, give him a break, you know, sunshine or whatever, whatever it would be. I'd be like, I think he's all right. I think he's going to do okay. Well, that's all. I think the thing that sealed sealed my change in opinion of him and to see that not that he's awesome, but that he has promise to be awesome is that down we talked about with Garcon, the third Mm -hmm. and 15. And put put that partially on McVeigh calling a play where someone actually runs the amount of yards you need to get the first down. Well, that that also, I mean, I don't know. Maybe McVeigh had, you know, I was watching on TV this year. I haven't been to the, a game this year. So I haven't been able to see if he had receivers running downfield and he was just checking it off. Right. Or if McVeigh was calling the play short. Whether he was checking it off because he was he didn't have time, or he thought he didn't have time, yeah. or, or guys were covered. He, I'll definitely say he has better pocket presence than RG three. Yeah, it's hard point. to remember exactly what RG three used Re- to do. Oh yeah, he didn't do much from the pocket. He but got freaking cream during that preseason game, which is kind of odd. I still think it's a conspiracy. But I still think it was too. But still, I mean, heck. We'll see what happens in this game, dude. We'll see what happens. Is all I can say. I'm pretty pumped, but I also don't want to get my hopes up again for this team, only for them to be like dashed. Yeah, just like like we were with the Dallas game going up. Although you you had a really bad feeling about that one. I don't have a bad feeling about this one. I just don't know. I don't have any feeling. I kind of have a good feeling. I think a lot of it's going to depend on the injuries, like uh, Deshaun Golston. Uh, broke a rib last week, and he's going to try to play. But that's, I mean, a broken rib. Ow, that hurts. And Licorice got injured, too. So we had De La Puente, uh, El Gar- where is it, Garaputo. Garaputo in, in the there. Game. And someone else got injured. 
Here, let's run down the injuries real quick, actually. Do you want the music? Of course. Got room for the pain. I haven't got room. I don't have need for pain. Not since I've known you. But did he have room, or is that a she? Is that a man or a woman that sings that? I think we talked about. Isn't that Carly Simon? Who is a she? Right. Is a she. Okay. Regardless of who <laughs> the person is, uh, gender-wise. When would? Why would they have room for pain and need for pain before they met this person? That is a good question. But I'll tell you who needs some pain Time this or week. Room. The Eagles. The Redskins need to bring the pain. But they need to bring apparently, the pain train. the Redskins that are in pain this week. Yeah. We got Mose, Morgan Moses with that sprained ankle. What's his What's his uh, prognosis, it's, sir? It's it? It's looking like he's going to give it a go. He's going to try. Okay. Okay. Um, it sounds like. Licorice and Moses both both have ankle injuries, and it sounds like they're both going to go on Saturday. Uh, it sounds like the biggest concern is Goldston. As I mean, man, I, playing with a broken rib, that has got to hurt. We need him to go. We need him to go, but Strap man. it up, dude. You can do it. Just wrap it up. <laughs> He's like, that's easy for you to say. Or no you lie. sitting on your couch, eating chicken wings and watching the game. And yelling at me when I don't make a play. Well, other injuries we got. Kerrigan's got a toe. He's going, though. Oh, he's going. Uh, Matt Jones has a hip. I, my, I don't know if it's a hip pointer. It looked like he injured his hip during the game. I think I remember that, actually. Ryan Grant was limited with an abdomen issue. I don't know exactly what that means, but that's, that's not okay. not that big a deal. We've got enough receivers. He should be fine. And other people that are... are Let's see, who did not practice? Perry Riley Jr. did not practice. Jason Hatcher did not practice. Deshaun Jackson did not practice. He's nursing that, whatever. That foot, leg. Whatever it is. All the, that, those injuries. It's like the whole leg seems to be hurt for him, like his knee, his ankle, all the stuff. Dude, there was some guy on the Eagles that said Deshaun Jackson is as fast as he needs to be. And, I, dude, that quote made sense to me because you see him. It does. And he'll just be like striding along, and it's like, oh, I need to go faster here. Otherwise, he just kind of jogs along. Yeah, like when he's he never looks like he's trying to run fast, and yet he leaves people in the dust. Dude, even the Eagles know they're gonna have trouble covering him. I saw like four of their players so, quoting it. Yeah. All right, not Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox guaranteed a victory, and he's he their sure linebacker, did. right? Or is he like a defensive lineman? I think I think he's an end. He's what, is, an end. what does he play? does he play he's uh i don't know all i know is that the eagles are probably going to be sending a lot of blitzes like the cowboys did because that worked for most of the game against us yeah we were not ready for that at all oh and i forgot to say andre roberts got put on injured reserve i think we already know that oh yeah he's on ir and we signed um uh another tight end right like some dude named a tight end ray hamilton no, no, wait. No, I thought it was some dude that was only played like one down in the NFL for like the Jaguars. Ray Hamilton was put on the practice squad injured list. What? I've never even heard of that guy. We signed some dude from the Jaguars. 
I saw Are it. you sure? I'm pretty sure, dude. <laughs> you guys can Google it. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm efforting that one. I got to see if we can find this guy's name. It's, if, if it's a... Uh, uh, well, you're efforting that. Mar- Marcel Jensen? Maybe that's it. We got from the Buffalo practice squad? Yeah, that's what I meant. Right after we played them? Yeah. And he's a tight end, right? And he's huge. He's a tight end. Yeah. Marcel Jensen. It's like that commercial a few years ago that had a... Uh, uh, John Wayne in it, and there was some like modern stuff, but they used like old John Wayne footage. But then they had a, someone imitate his voice, and he goes Jensen, and it didn't sound anything like him. It was some football thing. Anyway, Marcel Jensen is six six two seventy. Yeah. So basically, before the game, like the head Scott McLuhan met with whoever the GM is of the Bills, and they're like, "Let's put up some pink slips for this game. You put up Marcel Jensen, and I'll put up." Christine Michael, <laughs> who went back to Seattle, and whoever wins, you get our player. Yeah, right. So, all right. I also wanted to bring up speaking on the injury report. Um, if you'll remember how high they were on Keenan Robinson, yeah, as being like the head of the defense and all that, mm-hmm. and then but he kept getting hurt. Then he kept getting hurt, and then one of the Comptons. <laughs> which one is Will Compton Will comes in and he's been playing really well to the point now where uh, he was named the starter So, but now Keenan Robinson's a little banged up and Will Compton what is, he's on the injury report right he banged something up yeah but he's, he's stepped up in that place he's doing alright I know but now that he's slightly injured they were questioning who was going to start him or Keenan it's going to be him kind of what I think, unless you've heard anything different. I have not heard anything different. I have found Barry Cofield has gone back to the Giants. What? <laughs> yeah. As How a about coach? that? Or is he playing? He's playing. I thought he was retired. So did I. Maybe it's one Maybe. of those deals like we did with Art Monk when we brought him back for like one game. Maybe. No, I think they actually need him. <laughs> well, anyway... um. We have to win this game, dudes. What else yeah. am I going to say? Yeah, we just have to win. All right, back to the Bills game. All right, is there anything else on the injury report? I think that was it. Was there anybody else I was thinking of? Um, I don't know, but we injured Shady McCoy. Yeah, we did. After he Man. came out saying, you know how I do the Redskins. Like, uh-huh. Saying he was going to run all over us, and then he got like 12 yards and an injured leg. Yeah, so we saw how that went. Not that I condone injuries. I thought you are condoning injuring somebody, but no. yeah, yeah. Way to go. It's like just uh, keep your mouth shut. Exactly. So apparently from what I was reading, the Eagles really hate Chris Baker. Really? Because of some hit that he laid down on um, Napoleon Dynamite a few years ago <laughs> that they said was, was uh, dodgy or you know, dirty. I don't remember the hit, but... Man, I can't abide anybody from the Eagles that says someone on another team is doing a dirty hit when we know that year in and year out the Eagles are one of the dirtiest teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't even mean, like, dirty play. I mean, they just stink. I just I just brought that up. <laughs> just because, you know. So there's all this, like, bad blood between the two teams, almost to the point where... It's very close to the point where I hate the Eagles more than the Cowboys because the Cowboys have kind of like 
it's almost folklore they with the Redskins Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys have kind of just like softened their demeanor towards us or something. It's like we hate them a lot more than they hate us. Like they yeah. just don't care. Really. I think I think that's been the way generally that we've always hated them a little bit more anyway. But the Eagles just hate the Eagles, man. We hate the Eagles, they hate us. And their fans are crap. <laughs> well, there you go. I can't believe they haven't been busted for throwing crap on the field. They're throwing everything else out there. So, um. Anyway, the game, don't forget, dudes, is on Saturday night. Saturday? I had, I had a friend of mine I, texting me saying he was coming over for the game on Sunday, and I'm like, uh, it's Saturday, dude. Dude, it's it's boxing night. Which I really don't like. You guys know how I feel about night games. I think all of us. So, I um, also wanted to address, uh, before we go into the actual specifics of the Bills game, we had a tweet from, how do I check, how do I check the tweets? I can open Twitter here, right? You, go, you can go to Twitter.com. Okay. We had a tweet <laughs> Twitter.com. We had a tweet from, hold on, it's opening. Our good friend. Ricky Jean-Francois. Uh. No. I don't know. Does it give me a timeline? It was a tweet from somebody that listens to us. And they were giving me crap about um, Jordan Reed. Us saying on the last podcast that we thought we should trade Jordan Reed. And they said it was blasphemy to even say such a thing. To which I, I replied to him that, you know, all right. He almost showed it in this game. We said the reason that we were going to trade him is not because he was an awesome player. Because... Why would he, you trade that? When he plays, the offense as an offensive player, as a pass catcher, he's fantastic. I think he's at the top of his value, and yep. the he's argument not was that he gets injured a lot. So, if we trade him before he gets injured, we could fill in some other holes, especially if Niles Paul comes back. And if you'll remember in preseason, Niles Paul was tearing it up before he got injured, and I don't even like Niles. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Jordan Reed is a is a difference maker. He's one of those guys. Like, I mean, the offense is different. The offense is markedly better when he's in the game. It's hard to find players like that. that was so it's understandable argument. to want to keep him. But at the same time, boy, he gets hurt a lot. And you know, if he gets hurt, has another major injury, what are we going to get for him? As opposed to trading him when he's healthy and at the top of his game. Yeah, and I was just we were just opening the discussion anyway. We're we're just we're just looking ahead to see what happens because you know. McLuhan might be wheeling, dealing this offseason. Actually, I pretty guarantee, pretty oh, much yeah. guarantee he's going to. So, yeah. Um, anyway, all right. So let's get into the specifics of the Bills game. Or you just want to give your game balls and cuts. We already know. All right, the Redskins, if you didn't see the game, had, what, three perfect drives in a row to start off the game? Was it 21 to nil? It was. Oh, man. It, they look good. Let's just say that. It, 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 yeah. They looked methodical and efficient, moving the ball down the field. The defense played well. I mean, it was twenty-one nothing at the half. Yeah, and I gotta say, the defense, dude. All right, after Jamison Crowder totally screwed up, <laughs> and we could have wow. had a chance to go up twenty-eight to nothing because we had them punting from their end zone. Um. Well, anyway, the Bills recovered that fumble punt and marched down the field to the one-yard line, and the Redskins held them on three straight plays from, like, the six-inch line. Yeah, how amazing was that? 
And that play was huge. It was huge yeah. for the defense to do that. So, I mean, the first half, and then in the second half, I don't know if we really let off the gas a little bit, but the Bills, of course, started to come back. And they pulled within, what, 11 at one point? I think so. And then we had, a, and then it was a test again to see how Kirk Cousins would do under this situation. And he had another methodical drive. That's how you win games. That's what you do. That's what you got to do, especially late in the game, is is if you're trying to hold on to a lead and long, sustained drive. And I kind of, I kind of see that game. Even if we don't beat the Eagles and don't win the division, I see that game as like a turning point, like just the things that happened in it, how they bounce back and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just had a different feeling to the game. Yeah, to the team. yeah. It didn't feel like the same old, same old Redskins. Yeah. Now let's see if they play that well in this game coming up. I'll be super pumped. On the road. Yeah. Big difference with Sunshine. So, That's for sure. Yeah. Let's see how Sunshine does. Knock on wood. The week before against the Bears, he had a couple of ill-advised passes. I don't remember one in this game. And yeah, I'm yeah. hopeful he doesn't in this game against the Eagles, and I'm pretty pumped that they look like they're going to be uh, shorthanded on the cornerback side of things. Uh, I'd be even more pumped if I have faith. If I had faith that we will do our best to take advantage of that and go deep, throw the ball deep. Yeah, throw you the... never know, dude. Yeah, you never know. Because who was it we played? Was it the Cowboys? And they were down their cornerbacks. And we're it was like, Dallas. Where's Deshaun yeah. Jackson? Why aren't you throwing it to him? Where's anybody? Run them down the field. They were down to like the third or fourth and fifth cornerbacks. Yeah. And we wouldn't throw the ball deep in that game. That was part of the reason we lost. I don't know. But if we're going to win this game, you got to go pedal to the metal the whole game, dudes. If you go up by 21, you just need to keep going. Yeah, no let off. No, no, uh, uh, no prevent for sure. Yeah, just play. Just go. Just go. If it's been working for the like first three quarters, just stick with your game plan. So, all right. Well, let's go. Let's go into our uh, kicks. Yeah, it's time for this week's kicking the balls award. <laughs> this week's kicking the balls award is brought to you by Ritapu. Huh. Well, I know who I'm giving mine to. Okay. Jameson Crowder. <laughs> there was True two that. reasons. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. The first reason that I'm giving him the kick in the balls award is because of that punt fumble where we could have, it could have been a 14-point swing. Yeah. Instead, it was, I don't know. We had, like, total, we were dominating the game, had a chance to, like, at least go down and kick another field goal. And go up twenty four to nothing at the halftime, and he fumbles it, gives the Bills new life, and they go down to the one foot line, and at least our defense stopped them. But right. so there's that fumble, and then there was the punt where the Bills punter dropped it on the ground and then kicked it, and if he wouldn't have fielded it, we would have got it at the line of scrimmage. But then, in his defense on that, maybe he didn't see it hit the ground. I don't know. True. That. But anyway, he's getting my kick in the box. <laughs> um, I really want to give my kick in the balls to Bakari Rambo. He's not on the team anymore. But he's not on the team anymore. So I'm gonna have to. 
I don't know what's going on. Nobody seems to be able to figure out what's going on. Um, what's going on? What's going on? Did I take your kick in the balls? No, no. I'm, I'm having a hard time picking one out because that, that was the big obvious one. I wanted to find a different, a better one. Well, not a better one, but a different one. And there, there weren't that many like humongous mistakes in the game. No, it was pretty efficient. We only had like three penalties or something, didn't we? Yeah, we. I think it was five total, but but insignificant penalties like, for the. A couple part. of them were for like three inches because we had a, a, a offsides down on that goal line stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, I I and even Alfred Morris, the running game got going. Alfred Morris had a really good game i thought he had he was 14 for 84 it's pretty good which I is pretty good started him. speaking of while you're thinking of your kicking the balls award i gotta yeah. give my hats off to a despicable knee for beating me without a quarterback <laughs> <laughs> in the harry Hall football right? fantasy football league former champion right you're still in it aren't you john no i'm out too who's left this is is this the championship this week i think that this is this is it We've got here, let me look that up as well. While you're thinking of your kick in the ball. While I'm thinking of my kick in the ball. Well, I'll ah. give Josh's while you're thinking of your... Go for that. Yeah, the, the championship is going to be between Despicable Knee and Mr. Merster. Mr. Mister? Aren't they like two former champions? Former champions. Ooh. They came as the dark horses into this too. Absolutely. So, all right. So Josh's kick in the balls award is going to yeah. go to none other than Deshaun Jackson for scoring a 77-yard touchdown. You know, I actually... See, that reminds me. I actually thought about giving him my kick because he had that humongous long touchdown, and he started slowing down and sticking the ball out again before he got in the end zone. I'm like, would you get in the damn end zone? Yeah. What is wrong with you? How many times have you screwed up that? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to give him my kick kick just for that. Yeah. (laughs) Just Even get in the end zone, man. Celebrate enough. after you cross the goal line, after you break the plane. Yeah, dude. As soon as he caught that, when he stopped, like on a dime, caught the pass, and took two steps, I was like, mm-hmm. touchdown. Oh, yeah. I think I think everyone watching, every Redskin fan watching, we were all just like, oh, he's going to go all the way in. And then he starts like slowing down at the five and pulling the ball out, all like, woo. Yeah. Get in the end zone, man. What's the matter at with you? At least he didn't drop it on the one like he did. Or get it knocked out of his hand or anything. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give him. I'll give him my kick for that, just because I've been very critical of him lately. I think he needs to step it up even more. He definitely needs to step it up this week. And no more reality shows. And they're going to be gunning for him this week too. Don't. Oh yeah, they're going to be trying to hit him in that leg. You know it. And now, the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award brought to you by Vegemite. (laughs) <laughs> no Samuel Smith's Oatmeal Stout The Samuel's Tadcaster Enjoy a Tadcaster At the local Samuel Smith Brewery Near you The Tadcaster uh, My game ball goes to The Tadcaster The Tadcaster <laughs> My game ball goes to Deshaun Jackson For having 153 yards receiving Including that 77 yard one where he stopped on a dime and let those two dudes run past him and then just tore, just turned it right back on and got in the end zone and scored a touchdown. 
Good one. And I've I got to take the ba- bad with the good with him. That, gotta, and that's what it is with him. You got to take the bad with the good. But, dude, just get in the end zone. Seriously. There's a few dudes that I consider giving my game ball to, but I'm going to stick with number 88, Pierre Garçon. One, yeah. for that third down I talked about, and two, that nice grab in the end zone. That third touchdown. down was, I swear, that was like watching Art Monk. It was awesome. And that touchdown catch was nice. It was. That was very nice. So, um, so. I guess Josh can give his game ball to Kirk Cousins then. Yeah, and I want to give one to Kirk <laughs> Cousins too. We'll, we'll just and We all have to Josh's. give him one. I really loved that fourth and one where he got him on the hard count. How dumb were they? Yeah. Dude, we were remiss. We haven't even talked about how we've been talking about how he played well. He threw four touchdowns and he ran one in from 15 yards out. From 15 yards out. That's five Dude. touchdowns. And what was his passer rating? His passer rating was 153.7. 153.7. And that's not the first time he's been over 150 in passer rating this year. Yeah, it was a fantastic game by him. He gets a collective game ball from everybody. Everybody listening, everybody at Harry Hawk Football, Jerome, everybody. He broke the Redskins record for most games with at least one touchdown pass, didn't he? In I believe a, in he a did. Row, in a row. Yeah, he's starting to like break Redskins quarterback records. And not, as you were saying earlier in the season, not with all these little three-yard dink and dunk passes. He's starting to air it out. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, and I don't want to get my hopes up too much here. So yeah. I'm just going to stop talking about it, and we'll see what happens against <laughs> the Eagles. If we beat the Eagles, I'll be super pumped, dudes. Oh, man. Super pumped. Oh, man. So, um, so I guess Josh's game ball has got to go to somebody. Yeah, we gave Josh's to Kirk Cousins, remember? Well, no, that's a collective one. I mean, he's just phenomenal. All right, well, Josh can give his game ball to Jordan Reed for being a beast again. Yeah, two touchdowns, two. And he gets the ball, and he fight, he fights and gets more yards, which sometimes scares me because I think he's going to fumble it. Yep. Or he's going to get injured. But well, yeah, he's playing. He's playing tough. He's playing through injuries, which he's not done before. He's He's playing... He's playing strong right now. Yeah, and the Eagles are going to have to contend with him and Deshaun and Pierre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was how, that's how it was supposed to be. Yeah. And it actually has been the last couple of games, the way it's supposed to be with that trio. We didn't have Deshaun when we beat the Eagles the first time either. No, he was hurt that time. That's right. And just the team in general has gotten better. So I'm pretty pumped about this game. I'd be even more pumped. The thing that's keeping me from being super pumped and confident about this is the fact that they beat the Patriots. Yeah, on like one offensive touchdown. Like they had a pick six. They had a pick six. They had a fumble return for a touchdown, I think, or and a a kick or a punt return for a touchdown. It was crazy. It was all these non-offensive touchdowns. So do you hear that? Do you hear that, Dustin Hopkins and whoever's in charge of Ben Kotwika? (laughs) <laughs> Kick it out of the freaking end zone. Yeah. I don't care if you line drive it. Just line drive it out of the end zone like you did in the game against Buffalo. He started just line driving them right, right to the back of the end zone. Kick them all the way through. So, yeah, so, okay, well, and then last week, didn't they get it handed to him by the Cardinals? Wasn't it pretty Yeah, nice? the Cardinals beat him pretty well. Smacked him around a little bit. But then they still came back to the locker room and started talking smack. That's kind yeah, of... thinking like acting like they had won. 
Well, you know. Like they didn't care about that game because they were just looking forward to the Redskins. We're just looking forward. We're looking ahead to Washington. All right. Yeah, whatever. Well, the game, dudes, is Saturday night, the 26th, Boxing Day, 8.25 p.m. Man, it's another late one. Yeah, night games. All right, well, I'll be there. Yeah. Well, I won't be there. I'll be watching. Yeah, I won't be watching, but we'll be there. Josh will be sleeping, sleeping off all the pints. Actually, he'll be sleeping off like all the water because he's probably not allowed to drink any pints. Yeah, dude. So if anyone is there in London or I'm no, he's sure. a, he's in the uh, Bristol Bath area. All right. So if anyone's there in that area listening to the podcast this week and has a place to watch the game with Josh, let us know or send him an email at josh at harryhogfootball dot com so that he can watch the game with you. And that way, and when he says he can't because his wife won't let him, we'll be able to joke him even more next week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, I think that about rounds it up. We'll let you guys get to your Christmas plans here. And um, Yes, sir. Dudes, don't forget. this. Is, we win, we're in. That's it. We win, we're in, dude. This is the NFC East Championship game. You got it? Dude, what is this Christmas song we had on here? Um, oh, yeah. Christmas in Hollis. Oh yeah, we have that one too. <laughs> Where is Santa Claus? Hopefully, he'll be coming to Link to give us a victory. I don't know, dude. Last time he went to Philadelphia, he got batteries thrown at him. Yeah. Well, anyway, hopefully, we bring one home for him. Do it for Santa. Do it for Santa Claus. That's what that's what we need to put on the bulletin boards. Fletcher Cox guarantees a victory, and right next to that, do it for Santa. Yeah. So anyway, guys, hail to the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Hopefully we'll talk to you guys next week as NFC East champions. See? Um, hail to the Redskins, and if you see a last-place Cowboys fan... You and Desmond C. Lee and the rest of us can all joke, joke up! Up!